0: Welcome to the Year of the Movie podcast, the podcast where we talk about movies from the Year of the Movie 2023. I am Sebastian. I am not. And this is our podcast. Quick, quick couple things. Mhm. It might sound different, and it might look different. <laughs> <laughs> and that's because it is. It is. We're in a different space again. We're back at at uh, the the old place we filmed at, but in a different area of where we filmed Mm -hmm. and so we are in a large room room so it's probably echoey Mm -hmm. but it's fine (laughs) you're fine (laughs) (laughs) just watch and listen to the podcast and have a good time
1: that's all we ask
0: (laughs) today's episode is about the movie Mm self-reliance that's that's what we're doing
1: why why did we start this why are we talking about this what are you doing
0: here i don't know i don't really know. <laughs> i'm very sleepy and i'm trying i'm trying i'm really trying You're but doing i'm good. very sleepy we started this podcast because 2023 was was quite the year of movies <laughs> it had both good interesting movies mm-hmm. And really weird movies
1: it's had some highs and lows
0: such as cocaine bear 65 and strays mm-hmm. if you want to see us talk about those episodes go check them out or to talk about those movies go check those episodes out because we've already talked about those movies we but have. don't worry there's a lot of, a lot of other movies There's
1: so many more
0: and a lot of weird ones yeah we're saving 80 for Brady
1: <laughs> <laughs> we know you've been asking
0: people have been in the comments they've been like Guys, when are you doing 80 for Brady? And then also that other guy, Joshua Powell. <laughs> if you want to learn about Joshua Powell, check out our other podcast, well, Virtual House Sessions.
1: Yeah, while we're doing some self-promotion, uh, if you like this podcast or other podcasts, you could consider supporting us on Patreon or reviewing and or rating and or following on Instagram. All of those things are helpful and we appreciate them. Self-reliance.
0: Self-reliance. There's
1: synopsis, if you have not heard about it. Is Tommy receives an invitation to win one million dollars by playing a game where he must outwit hunters attempting to kill him He realizes the hunters can only attack him when he's alone, but none of his friends and family believe the game is real What were your first impressions when you heard about this movie?
0: Um, I was looking forward to it because mm-hmm. it, it it's written, directed, and starring Jake Johnson mm-hmm. And I like I like him He's it, done fun stuff his his biggest like most well known thing I think is probably from New Girl. He yeah. He plays Nick Miller. Hmm. And then he also voices Spider Man in the Spider Verse mm-hmm. movies and. Yeah. But no, I was excited because yeah. it seemed fun mm-hmm. and silly. And, mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Same. It's got pretty good cast. Premise is fun. Um. I do remember watching the trailer for this movie and thinking like, oh that's interesting um partly because jake johnson uh partly because the trailer trailer establishes that andy sandberg is is playing himself um and yeah it's a lot of people in the in this movie that you look at and you go oh i know them i know i've seen that face before (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah Should we talk about the trailer?
0: Yeah, we can talk about the trailer. I think it's my turn. It
1: is. Um, We're going to keep doing our same thing that we've been doing, of just kind of giving a general overview of the trailer, more so than a shot-for-shot recap.
0: Yeah. So this one, uh, a limo pulls up next to a man walking down the street, and the window rolls down, and inside the limo is Andy Samberg, who is playing himself, like we said, and he's asking the guy if he wants to get in. The guy gets in, and Andy Sandberg gives an overview of uh, the man, Tommy, uh, his life, uh, talking about how Tommy is uh, single, no kids, has a boring job, and Andy Sandberg explains that Tommy has been selected to play a game, and more details are given, and if Tommy agrees to play, then he'll be hunted for a month by people trying to kill him, but if he wins, he's going to get a million dollars, and the hunters are only able to kill him if Tommy is alone. Tommy agrees. His family, uh, he, uh, they don't really want to be with him 24-7 for a month, and so Tommy hires a guy named James to just shadow him. Uh, Tommy finds another player named Maddie, and they decide to team up together to win the game. The two spend a lot of time together. There are shots of uh, their murder attempts. Tommy is told he's not as safe as he thinks he is. Andy Sandberg comes back asking if Tommy's having fun, and Tommy says no.
1: It's uh, obviously a pretty high stakes, like, life or death game.
0: The ultimate um, game.
1: Yeah, but everyone is kind of handling it in a laid back way where they're just kind of, it's like, it's Andy Samberg being like, hey, do you want to play a game? And then and then he goes to a warehouse and there are other guys who are like, yeah, these are the rules of the game. And Tommy is like, yeah, okay, I'm willing to do this. And then he tells his family. The trailer doesn't specifically show that, like, his family don't believe him they're more just like
0: we don't want to do no that.
1: <laughs> i don't want to hang out with you 24 yeah. 7 for 30 days um yeah uh the main song during the trailer is one way or another by blondie um and then the tagline of the movie that's on the poster is surviving is all about the company you keep which i think is a little clunky but i it's not that. the best yeah
0: yeah
1: the the tyrone is still Pretty good tagline. Damn. Damn. <laughs> the movie.
0: The movie uh, has, like we said, a pretty decent cast. Uh, Jake Johnson, like we said, is Tommy. Anna Kendrick is Maddie. Andy Samberg is Andy Samberg. Uh, and then we start getting into just like his family and then like. Let me just
1: say some names because, <laughs> well, like not that these aren't people, but just like the just hearing all of the names of the characters out of context is yeah. a lot. So Mary Holland is Amy. Emily Hampshire is Mary. Daryl J Johnson is Malcolm, uh, who is Jake's or Tommy's brother-in-law. Um, Nancy Lenahan is Lori, his mom. Biff Wiff is James. Natalie Morales is Teresa, his ex. Eduardo, Eduardo Franco as PA Ninja. Boban Marjanovic as the seven-foot-tall man. Jeff Kober as the cowboy. Wayne Brady as Wayne Brady, and Christopher Lloyd as Dennis.
0: Yeah. So Amy Mary Malcolm Laurie, that's like his family. Yeah. Um I can't remember which one, but one of his sisters is played by someone who was in Shits Creek. Mm-hmm. Um Biff Whiff is most known for being in I Think You Should Leave with Tim Robinson. He plays Santa Claus in <laughs> in that. Um I guess he's also he's also in Everything Everywhere All At Once he is someone who's trying to get laundry from the laundromat oh
1: that's right i always forget about that yeah yeah uh yeah it's it's emily hampshire
0: yeah okay um yeah and then obviously you get down to (laughs) christopher lloyd and wayne brady Mm -hmm. uh but then eduardo franco uh, most recently known for being in uh stranger things Mm -hmm. he's in the the most recent season
1: which i still have not seen um what else what else do i know eduardo from he's just kind of like a goofy guy. book smart, book smart yeah 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 lots of stuff yeah uh a cool cast uh i feel like the andy samberg playing himself obviously it's in the trailer it was the more talked about thing yeah wayne brady as wayne brady is Not not a spoiler, but it's it's a more surprise cameo. Yeah, it really
0: is just a weird cameo
1: Yeah (laughs) one of the articles that I read about the movie was like just kind of giving an overview of things and it it did like the Highlight of like the top and normally it's like the top three billing or whatever of the cast Yeah, but this one was like jake johnson anna kendrick andy sandberg and wayne brady are all (laughs) in this movie together. It's like Technically, yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was more like wayne brady came in for an afternoon like
1: <laughs> Yeah. Uh yeah. So stuff we liked. Mm-hmm. This is kind of the looser section of my notes for this episode. Sure. So I'd
0: say spoiler territory. Yeah.
1: It's spoiler time. Um
0: <laughs> It's spoiler
1: time. <laughs> everybody get ready. <laughs> uh the stuff that I liked, performances are great. Um everyone is good at what they do in this movie. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just kind of bit rolls yeah. then. Yeah, they're good at committing to the bit. Rules, uh, premise is cool.
0: Premise is very cool. I know that like, Jake Johnson was inspired by like Japanese game shows mm. to just make like a weird game show. Because also like, not only is he being hunted, but supposedly this is all being filmed and live streamed, twenty four seven to the the black like the dark web. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, it's supposedly a game show. And you find out that it's like a comedy, and, and yeah, then it's like how how is this a comedy? Mm-hmm. We're being hunted, and they're like, "That's the that's the joke."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. I've got a quote later on from him talking a little bit more about that, and then like the specific inspiration from Japanese game shows. Yeah. Um,
0: Biff Whiff stole the movie, I think.
1: Biff Whiff is is. Yeah, good in this one.
0: I think it really is just like... Jake Johnson did a good performance, Mm -hmm. and I think he did a good job directing. Mm -hmm. But Biff Whiff is just like...
1: First of all, his name is Biff Whiff.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's just... He's so good in it. Yeah. Because he plays a homeless guy that Mm -hmm. Tommy pays to just be with him at all times. So,
1: like, the rules of the game are he he can't be attacked if he's alone. So that's like
0: basically within
1: alone. touching distance of someone yeah. or, or sight. Um, so like he meets James but he, uh, he goes over to, he spends the night with Malcolm and Malcolm goes to the bathroom. This is also a scene that's in the trailer. Malcolm goes to the bathroom and Jake is like, you didn't take me with you. Like, He's very upset about that. And then he leaves Malcolm's place because he's just like, I can't, I can't handle this. Uh, So Tommy leaves, he sees James outside, and then he's just like, fully explains everything to him. And James is like, oh yeah, for sure. I'll hang out. (laughs) I've got time. I'd love to make money. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) So they, then he just shadows him everywhere.
0: But like. The characters, like, really taking it seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a moment where uh, Tommy's, like, freaking out because James didn't meet up with him when he was supposed to.
1: And then he gets attacked by the seven-foot-tall man. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and then James shows up, uh, and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm late, man, I'm really sorry. And he's just, like, so genuine about it.
1: Yeah, it becomes a very genuine friendship between the two of them. At
0: the end, they move in together. Like, they're, like, genuine friends. Yeah. you find out that James isn't his real name.
1: <laughs> yeah, so one of the the next bullet point that I have is there's like um, a thing that the movie, it doesn't fully commit to, uh, but it dips into the premise of like, is this real or is this all in his head? And James is a big part of that. So like some of the things is like, uh, all of the ways that you're attacked by the hunters are like, if you say it if you try and tell someone about it it sounds insane like they they're approached by a guy who's dressed up as mario and then uh there's a seven foot tall man who tries to strangle him and it's like around the corner of a club and then he comes back around to the bouncer and he's like a seven foot tall dude just tried to strangle me
0: he was wearing the michael jackson uh jacket yeah and then like there's a weird little like interaction and
1: Mm -hmm. it yeah so it's all it's all stuff that like doesn't sound real. Um, He keeps saying that he's finding these cameras. Like the cameras are supposedly hidden everywhere and the PAs hide the cameras and they're like contortionists, (laughs) ninjas. Yeah. So they just kind of keep appearing. Um, So he finds these like little, they kind of just look like they're the size of a grape. Like they're Mm -hmm. tiny round dots and he's like, the ninjas have been here. They left a camera, which it doesn't look anything like a camera so it seems like yeah cool tommy's losing it um and then i was i was fully believing that everything was happening uh and then up until the thing that made me question it was when it's jake or tommy has lost his job he, his family is like trying to stage an intervention to help him cuz they don't believe him um it's just him and james and they end up spending the night at like a homeless camp uh and they're drinking and talking and it's like the regular good friendship and then james is like james isn't even my name yeah. like you just started calling me that and then tommy like looks really confused I did? yeah like because we never saw we never saw them be like hi i'm tommy yeah i'm james like formal introduction thing you just see him Meeting James outside of Malcolm's place and then introducing him to the rest of his family. So then that was the moment that made me go like, oh, no
0: <laughs> Yeah, I, I I don't know the dialogue was really like the I think like a lot of it was improv and just kind of like Yeah, just like Jake Johnson was like he's like roughly what I wanted to be and it seems like a lot of it seemed like it was just like him and Biff Whiff just like actually having a conversation yeah. versus like memorized lines. So
1: he said that um, he, even though he wrote and directed it, that he was very willing to change dialogue or change a character to fit the actor who was cast in it. So he was saying, again, I forget which sister, but he was saying that well, like one of the actors who was cast as his sister, she wrote all of her jokes because he was just like, I want you to be you and this Um, and then the scene where Tommy and Maddie meet for the first time then the way that it was written then uh, James is supposed to just drop Tommy off at the table and be like I'll be over here if you need anything Um, but then they did a version of it that's in ended up in the movie where James sits down behind Tommy so it's just framed as like the two shot of them, so that uh Jake said that he wanted to do that, so then he had the option to turn around and be like, "What do you think, man? Like do do yeah. more improv stuff that way. So it felt more natural of like the two of them being like, "I don't know, I don't know if we can trust her <laughs> there
0: yeah, there are also moments like that where like, uh, Jake Johnson would ask Biff with like, what do you think?" and Biff would f- would be like, "I wasn't listening, yeah, and then like. <laughs> Jake Johnson would play off of that yeah. and like it got in like it was in the movie mm-hmm. And so it was just like the character of James He's like, oh, I don't know man. I wasn't listening. I'm sorry
1: <laughs> Yeah, it's like They're they are genuinely friends, but also sometimes he is just like hey man, this is a job. I'm just I'm just here <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, the The motivation for tommy to play the game is a pretty good example of like show don't tell Mm-hmm. I think in, like, the first establishing, like, montage thing of, um, you see him throughout, like, a typical day, and he is alone the entire day. Um, like, he, he wakes up early, he, he's on his stationary bike, he goes to work, he just, like, nods to a dude in the hallway, and then he sits at his computer, just, like, looking at a spreadsheet, um, and then... He thinks about going, or he goes to his ex's house because he they were together for a really long time. Yeah, And then he doesn't know why they broke up. He says it came out of nowhere. Um And he's like always wanted to ask her and then never actually knocks on the door. And then he just goes to a bar, has a drink by himself. And then the whole thing repeats. And then you see it um, after he's joined the game. Then you see him do the same things and then a couple of days in then now he's looking over his shoulder everywhere he's going and then he gets the paranoia and then he meets james and then it's the same stuff again but now james is with him and now he's like sharing his day with someone and he's like laughing along with everything and they're having a good time and eventually he quits his job and all this other stuff but well he got fired he got fired yeah Yeah. um yeah his routine is is broken yeah um yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, iffy parts.
1: Iffy stuff. I um. uh, uh,
0: I didn't love the because like he he leaned heavily into the is this real or not, mm-hmm. and I did not love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I I would have enjoyed the premise more had it actually just he was. Um, I don't know
1: he was imagining it?
0: No, like he he was actually like in the game. Oh,
1: I mean like yes, he was he was, the you find out in the ending that it was all real. Sort of. Um or the game was real.
0: I I, I don't see so to me the way that they did it it wasn't really confirmed.
1: Oh, I thought it was confirmed real because Wayne Brady is there.
0: I I yeah.
1: So so Christopher Lloyd plays Jake's or Tommy's dad um,
0: for a I mean, second you think it's just Christopher Lloyd yeah because Jake goes out to a limo
1: and Christopher Lloyd is in the limo
0: yeah and yeah. so you're like oh okay like Andy Samberg couldn't come back so they got Christopher Lloyd to, yeah. to, to now continue like the game or whatever but it turns out it's yeah, he's he playing says, hi dad yeah and they
1: have a they're estranged yeah. um, so that's like another thing of like he tells his family he's like yeah I just saw dad and they're like what? They they that's another thing that makes him think that he's yeah. not in touch with reality um, but his dad says that um, he's like Wayne Brady came to my house and put me on a plane and now I'm here in front of you and he tells his family all of that and they're like you're saying that you saw dad and he's friends with Wayne Brady um, and then the ending is, is Tommy sitting down saying like explaining to his family like I won the game. I got the money. It's in it's in a different currency so he's not a millionaire but he does technically have a million dollars.
0: It's in some Greenland currency where it's like 15 cents per The
1: exchange rate is bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then Which
0: also kind of annoyed me.
1: Yeah. So they they they've it's framed so that you just see Tommy and then you just see the family on the other couch and then they're like well thanks for coming guys and explaining everything and then they stand up and wayne brady is there to be like yes confirmed i am wayne brady to say this was all real
0: did the family acknowledge wayne brady they did okay i can't remember
1: Mm -hmm. yeah um i it's been a little while since we've seen seen this movie so i honestly can't fully remember how much they actually dipped into like suggesting is this real is this not real um Besides, like, the explaining I was just attacked by Mario or a seven-foot-tall man or a cowboy, yeah. like, that kind of stuff. Um, I I didn't – I agree I didn't necessarily care about it because I was just fully believing, like, yeah, this is all happening. Like, yeah. there's too much – there's too much that you see, like, the logistics of him getting into a car going to a warehouse, all that other stuff, that I'd just be like, if he was hallucinating this, then, like, what – what is happening? Yeah, um,
0: which is kind of why like I didn't like the like how much they leaned into it because there's like mm-hmm. there was so much that I was just like, but but we're seeing him do this yeah. like it's it's not like a
1: yeah. So I was up until so like I was basically just kind of ignoring that yeah. like the suggestions of that up until then James says my name isn't James. Yeah, he just started calling me that. And then, and then Tommy wakes up, and he is in that uh, shelter by himself. Um, like, he doesn't have his security blanket person anymore. Yeah. The PAs approach him again, and they're like, here's how the end of the game works. Like, you, you're not safe, like that kind of thing. Um, so I was worried that instead of, like, a story of a guy finally being able to break out of his... The right of the mental state that he was in I was worried. It was gonna be a descendant of madness thing.
0: Yeah (laughs) Um, because he like like for a couple days? He just lives Yeah, in this homeless camp. Yeah, like he really is just kind of
1: so it's the money thing first of all besides the fact that the the exchange rate thing happens I think a million dollars is too low.
0: Oh, yeah. No, a million dollars for 30 days of people hunting you?
1: Yeah, that's too low. You got to make it... Put another zero in there. Yeah. Like, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, like, I was, I was fine with ignoring the is it real, is it not real, because, like, the purpose of the game or him participating was supposed to be, like, break out of this, like, be you, you know figure out what you actually want in life and that mm-hmm. kind of thing uh yeah a million dollars was too low for that so I was yeah. like, but i was like well it's it's fine because he is still getting some satisfaction out of it yeah but let him also get satisfaction and a million dollars uh
0: the other thing that sort of leads into the is this real is this not real is anna kendrick's character which we haven't talked a lot about because mm-hmm. we have a whole bullet point for it because uh, in the trailer you see anna kendrick and it's she's uh, another contestant playing the game
1: so so tommy's family say we don't want to spend time with you 24 7 uh one of them kind of jokingly suggests like is there anyone else who's playing this game that you can hang out with? And then he was like, oh, I didn't think of that. And he basically po- posts like a Craigslist ad um, saying, I'm participating in this game. If you're also a player, then let me know. Uh, and then Maddie responds and they meet up and then they, he's like, cool. How much time do you have left to play? She says, like, 11 days, and he's like, cool, I have 10. So let's just... He has more. Oh, yeah, he has more than her. Um, So then they decide to team up and exploit the loophole of, like, if they're always together, then they can't be targeted.
0: Um, But then it's revealed that she isn't playing the game. Mm -hmm. She thought he was... Doing some sort of, like, a dating role play thing. Yeah. And she was just trying to have fun.
1: Yeah. She was like, I'm also lonely. I would like to meet people. Yeah. And was just cool with spending the next week and a half with this guy.
0: And, like, the- they were having a really good time. Yeah. And then someone else reached out responding to his Craigslist ad.
1: He was like, I'm also playing.
0: Uh, and he was like, we gotta go. We gotta go. And she was, like, hesitant. And it was, yeah. like, it was a little weird. Hmm. Um. And then they go to the meeting, and then she's like, I have to go home. Yeah. And then she says, I'm not playing the game. I was just playing along. I thought you were joking. Mm-hmm. But it seems like you really believe this. And so, like, she also is, like, another, like, doubting him. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh. Yeah. And then she's also just, like, not super utilized in the movie.
1: She's not super developed. Yeah. So they... They bond over both having non-existent relationships with their dads, and then they're both lonely um, And like they have the same motivations for playing, like air quotes playing. Yeah Um, And like it's all genuine common ground and they like they both They they're they stay in a motel like they do salsa dancing classes like they have they do fun stuff together but then there's also questions of like okay well she's not playing so like what what is she doing that she can just who is she that she can take off 12 days of whatever it is that she does outside of this and just hang out with this guy she just met
0: she has an etsy shop she makes Mm -hmm. little dog sculpture things yeah
1: and lives with her mom yes yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: she's not quite Manic pixie dream girl.
0: No, because she's not, not really not
1: manic pixie dream. Girled. She's
0: not really manic or pixie. She's, she's just a, kind of she, girl. <laughs> girl.
1: She also so there's there's a scene that felt weird to me just because <laughs> social situations make me uncomfortable, <laughs> um, where um, Tommy finally knocks on Teresa's door to ask why they broke up. And she basically says, like, we did the exact same thing every single day. Like, she broke up with him because of the rut that he is still in. Yeah. Um, And then they're having this confrontation, or not even a confrontation, but, like, they're going back and forth. And Jake is like, it just came out of nowhere. And she's like, I tried for a very long time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it felt like basically one of those am I the asshole posts where then... Yeah. And he's like, she just left me in the middle of the night. It's like, did she though, <laughs> or, <laughs> or was she trying to talk to you for months before that? Yeah. Uh, but then you see James there in the background, and Teresa's like, "Hello, James. Nice to meet you." And then, uh, well, because
0: Tommy's like, "I'm like, I've I've gotten better." Like,
1: he's like, "I've gotten better and more mature, Tommy, and really
0: responsible." And then she says, that, "Yeah." Then who is that?
1: And he explains the game, and she's just like, "Okay." Yeah. Um. Yeah, which, like, doesn't make him sound the most responsible. It does make it sound like he's doing something new. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then and then Anna Kendrick is, like...
0: Also there and pops out from behind a bush. Yeah,
1: she comes out from around the corner and she's, like, I have to stop you. Like, thanks for breaking up with him because now we get to do cool stuff. Like, she's trying to do the, like, yeah. your loss idiot like kind of Like, they just thing. met. They just yeah. met and also that wasn't... The, Teresa's fine. Like she's not a villain. No. You don't need to like have the cathartic like We we're both better without yeah. you person. I've just met
0: <laughs> It's also just like it's I feel like when you first meet Anna Kendrick's character, it's sort of like Is she playing the game or is she one of the killers? So,
1: there's a level of distrust that they introduce with her character yeah. Where, like, they both first meet, and he's like, hi, I'm Tommy, I'm not going to kill you. And she's like, I'm Maddie, I'm also not going to kill you, what? Yeah. And then, the, yeah, the there's a shot in the trailer where the PAs come out from the darkness, and they, they tell Tommy in the middle of the night, you're not as safe as you think you are, what, implying that, like... Being with Maddie 24-7 isn't going to save him. Yeah, I think that's the one plot hole. It's like, well she's because I thought maybe maybe there's another rule of like it doesn't count if you're with another player mm-hmm. like, or or she's a kill or like the implication is she's one of the killers and he's not safe yeah. with her. But she's not even playing the game so how is how is he not safe with her?
0: I think it was just like the show wanted the PAs to to say that to spice it up. So he wasn't right. He wasn't he wasn't boring he because was, like apparently, like at one point they were like the The producers think the show is too boring right now. So like you have to you have to leave
1: That's also what they took James away like when he wakes up the next yeah. morning and, and after that conversation and James is gone They they explain like the show was getting too boring like you were yeah. getting too predictable and it wasn't it wasn't funny anymore Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I had I had another thought with Anna Kendrick's character and now it's gone. Maybe it was just the plot hole thing. I don't know.
0: That's okay. Yeah. We can keep moving on. Okay. Talk about production facts.
1: Production facts. Production facts. <laughs> <laughs> so Um, this is technically a 2023 movie. So it was released on Hulu January 12th, 2024, but it premiered at South by Southwest March 11th, 2023. So loophole. Loophole and it counts. And also, um, its original streaming date kept getting pushed back. Yeah. Um, had an hour and 29 minute runtime. It's rated R. Uh, it's got a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 62% audience score and a 59 on Metacritic. Um there's a quote from a variety review that says operating like a pro with several movies under his belt johnson's put enough thought into things that the movie's largely free of plot holes that said one can't help imagining a million other directions self-reliance might have gone for starters there's a disappointing lack of actual jeopardy to his approach tommy rarely seems to be in danger not that johnson had to turn this into an arnold schwarzenegger movie the running man comes to mind but the premise does tease a, a month of mayhem only to deliver a meaning of friendship comedy one supported by the lonely island trio that got a little bit of that palm springs mojo sometimes it takes a drastic situation to throttle folks out of their routines here Tommy needs the push more than he needs the million dollars that is true yeah. and also with that laid back um, ultimate game <laughs> <laughs> approach that the the trailer has is like yeah we've talked about like there are a couple murder attempts but it really doesn't escalate Nearly as much as I thought it would while we were watching it, because they, yeah. it has, like, title cards with the the days counting of like day one, day two, day three, like that kind of thing, and it takes a long time for anyone to try and kill him.
0: Yeah, I mean, like this one's definitely thriller. It's a comedy thriller.
1: It's not an action movie.
0: No, I think if you want a similar premise action movie, mm-hmm. then you watch. Uh, G- guns Akimbo, mm. which is that Daniel Radcliffe movie Right uh, Where it's like him in a bathrobe and slippers And, and, guns. and guns that are drilled into his hands Yeah um, That is the action movie version mm-hmm. of this premise Yeah um, Or like the premise of you are on a dark web show And people are going to try to kill you Yeah mm-hmm. um, not saying either version is the right way of doing it. They're both different. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking more for lighthearted comedy thriller, yeah. <laughs> which is a weird genre, <laughs> then this one is the one to watch.
1: I am still satisfied with it being a, a meaning of friendship comedy mm-hmm. with yeah. this premise. Um, yeah, the ending is shaky, and I have more info on. Them. How that happened.
0: But was it a success? Um,
1: So the budget I saw anywhere figures anywhere between 40 million to 70 million dollars. I think it's gonna be closer to 40 million uh, Just because of the various quotes that I saw of Jake Johnson being very budget conscious of like uh, Saying at one point they were close to running out of money. So then they rewrote a couple of things that they could use the stuff that they already had um yeah and then box office it wasn't it wasn't um (laughs) but it's it was number one on hulu for the weekend that it debuted at least um i don't know how long that lasted for i do also think it had a very limited screening like a theatrical release yeah um but it might have just been like a A Promo buzz type of thing and not really a a Making money off the movie Mm -hmm. Um, Brief production timeline So in 2017 Jake Johnson originally pitched the this to Netflix with the title DOG which is uh, Delusions of grandeur. That's the name of the game in the movie. Um, He also said it was uh, Pitched as a limited uh, series Um,
0: Yeah, I can see that
1: yeah And then he wrote the screenplay over the pandemic while that was happening. Uh, And then March, 2023, they had the South by Southwest debut. June, 2023, Hulu acquired the distribution rights and then they set the streaming date to September, 2023. And then it was pushed back a couple of times until January, 2024, potentially due to the strikes. But then also um, they reshot stuff after the movie was bought.
0: Yeah, they added a couple scenes.
1: Yeah, um, which, yeah, I'll go out of order. So <laughs> they reshot shot some things after the movie was bought by Hulu. So the film was bought pretty fast um, and like, that's great. That's the goal that you have when you make a movie and it's at South by Southwest. But then Jake wasn't fully happy with the final version after talking to a lot of people at South by Southwest. Um, He said it was like a warm reception, but he felt it could be better. Um, So then he went back to um, the Lonely Island group, which the three of them are all executive producers on the movie. Um, He went back to ask for some reshoots on some things, and they were very on board, and it seemed like they were very supportive of everything he wanted to do on this movie. Um, So then that was also could be potentially why the film was released was pushed back so much. I don't really know the timeline of the reshoots. And then most of the changes were in the film's third act. Um, the scene the, one of the the scene that he specifically mentioned of like, they were running out of money um, was apparently Andy Samberg wasn't supposed to be in the limo again. Originally, mm. it was supposed to be someone else or he was going to be alone. Um, and then if it was going to be someone else they just didn't have the money to bring in someone and pay them like a full day rate for a brand new person so they just use andy sandberg again because he is around for this yeah um which i can't really picture i don't think it it doesn't make sense to introduce another character for that specific yeah scene um which that, that scene is basically just saying, congratulations, Tommy, you've survived. You're almost ready to win.
0: There's just one more thing you have to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Lonely Island team also were all executive producers, uh, very supportive. Um, there were also several interviews highlighting uh, producer Ali Bell as a major force behind the project. Um, I think one of the things he mentioned was like, that ending of he's in the warehouse um, where he originally met the two dudes who were introducing the rules of the game and he's like I did it come out give me my money and then it takes a really long time for anyone to come out and then you think again like he oh, starts
0: like yelling and breaking down basically and it's like oh shoot
1: it might it might have all been in his head yeah um but that whole thing of like they finally come out and they're like the lights are on and everyone is congratulating him and everything then it there's like a really close-up shot of his face like going through various emotions and that was apparently like Ali bell's call to say like just get just get one more for mm. safety and just to you might you might use it later and yeah. then he was he said in a couple of interviews like i really appreciate <laughs> the fact that that shot exists otherwise i don't think i could have cut the movie together yeah Um, Yeah, Jake Johnson was All over this Uh, He wrote it. He produced it. He directed and he's starring in it Um, He was very involved in everything as a director almost everyone in the casting is someone he'd either worked with before Knew of or he was just a big fan of Um, The guy that plays Malcolm um, Jake Johnson remembered him from a commercial years ago and then knew that he was on an episode of Drunk History, so he had a friend of a friend who, like, had his contact information, and he was like, can you reach out to that guy and ask him if he could read for this? Interesting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, He also said in uh, a more recent interview that it'll be a while until he directs it again, or directs again. He views directing as, like, a marriage with a project, and he was like, I'm going to... I'm still committed to this one. I'm still in love with the idea of this movie. It would take a lot for me to fall in love with something else.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and then the inspiration for the film coming together, um, it, w- it was from the Japanese game shows. And then he was specifically talking about like how wild it is to watch some of those older shows where like he specifically mentioned one where there was a comedian who lives in an apartment by himself for a, about a month and hmm. he has to do these different games to get coupons for like food um, and so like a guy is suffering for a month and yeah. losing his mind a little bit and like the more that he was suffering then the more people were interested in the game this is apparently a real show i've seen a couple clips of it um that's as much as i know but
0: so if you want, if you want <laughs> If you want the real version. if you want the real version but if you want to suffer for a month and be trapped in a house let us know and we'll film it and make that content
1: <laughs> we'll give you coupons <laughs> so a quote from that or him talking about that more was in an interview with the hollywood reporter He said, this idea that we like to watch people suffer and while people are going through really hard things secretly, it's funny to us. So that idea was the beginning of this and how to keep that light and fun, but telling that story. So I'd written a version of it in 2017 and pitched it to Netflix. They passed as a limited series. I got my feelings hurt and then the pandemic hit and then the themes from the movie, all of a sudden, I felt like they were coming true. Squid Game had come out and was a big hit. I thought, man, I think now because of the pandemic and because of the success of Squid Game, I think I can get this movie financed. So I finished it, sent it to Ali Bell over at Lonely Island, and MRC came on, and they were unbelievably good partners, and we had a blast making it. So, he just, he had an idea, 2017, and then, a bunch of world events happened and various <laughs> themes became more relevant yeah. and people got on board. Anything else before we get to our rating?
0: I don't think I have anything <laughs> about anything.
1: You're all tapped out.
0: I'm, I'm out.
1: <laughs> Great.
0: In fact, this is my last episode.
1: Whoa this is a surprise this is a
0: i wanted your reaction on camera so we got that sweet sweet content is
1: it is it something i did is it it's just
0: kind of something you said
1: oh okay that's understandable
0: yeah just like everything that you've said over the last 22 episodes
1: (laughs) oh okay only 22 episodes i thought it was gonna be like our entire friendship
0: (laughs) no It's just as soon as you started talking in this podcast, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. And it took this long. So our ratings, we always rate the movies. Our rating system is out of four with five options. A zero out of four means, oh, oh no. Why have you made a movie? What have you done? Why would you think that you could make this? Why do you think you're good enough to do this? Wow. One is that that was a movie Two is that's a well-made movie mm-hmm. Three is it's enjoyable and kind of technically good and four is oscar-worthy
1: mm-hmm.
0: What do you give this?
1: I gave it a three out of four. Mm-hmm. Um, I was I I think Saying that I was satisfied with a good 75 to 80% of it is pretty accurate. Mm -hmm. Feels like a three. The ending isn't bad. Mm -hmm. It is the shakiest part of the movie. Yeah. It's hard, like we said with the They Clone Tyrone, our last episode, it's hard to land a movie with that, like a wild premise. Um, And this one is a shakier one. Yeah. It's an optimistic one, but. There, there's, yeah, it's, it's fine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I gave it a two. Mm -hmm. It's really well made and there are parts that I I did enjoy, Mm -hmm. but it was too shaky for me and leaned too far into the, is this real? Is this not real? Mm -hmm. With a kind of unsatisfying ending. Mm -hmm. So that is a two out of four for me, which means overall... The average is a 2.5 That feels right It's an episode 2.5 Yeah mm-hmm. <clears throat> So I think that brings us to the conclusion of of Self-reliance But as always we talk about another movie That we've watched recently mm-hmm. And I think The other movie that we've watched recently Is 2005's Mr. and Mrs. Smith yep. Starring Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie In case you
1: wanted a clue of when This was recorded <laughs>
0: 2005.
1: Well the yeah the new Mr. and Mrs. Smith came out and then we went down to Mr. and Mrs. Smith lore rabbit hole.
0: Did you know (laughs) that uh, the Mr. and Mrs. Smith movie was based off of a 1996 TV series called Mr. and Mrs. Smith starring Scott Bakula?
1: Because we didn't and now we do and now now we're we also watched One episode we watched yeah, yeah We watched the pilot of that
0: which was timothy oliphant's acting debut in hollywood
1: We've we've learned so many fun facts this weekend Um, Yeah, the that show is all on um, YouTube
0: So you should check it out. There's 13 episodes. There's
1: a weird noise coming from over there. Yeah,
0: I hear weird noise So we're gonna we're gonna bring this to a close (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Mrs. Smith the (laughs) Is I like that movie. I grew up yeah. with that movie. I know a lot of people don't like that movie. I think it's fun.
1: I think people are back around to liking that movie. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was your first time watching.
1: It was my first time. Watching. What do you think? I I liked it. Um, I I think I might have watched it at. It keeps happening. <laughs> I think I had kind of watched it at maybe the wrong time to be like, this is this is gonna stick with me. Sure. Like, you know, if you watch that as a as a kid. In the, yeah, because like I had always heard of like the dancing scene uh, and then destroying the house or like,
0: yeah,
1: hot. <laughs> and I was just really distracted by how short Brad Pitt's hair was the entire. Yeah, movie.
0: he is this real buzz in on yeah. that one.
1: Um, um, big fan of Scott Bakula though. So. Scott Bakula
0: is great. Really watch watch all the Mr. And Mrs. Smith. The, the new one was pretty good too.
1: Yeah, we all, yeah, we also watched that. <laughs> uh,
0: but for now, follow us on on all the things: Instagram, Patreon. Uh, we have a Patreon. You can help us there. Mm-hmm. Leave comments.
1: We will answer your comments on our Virtual House Sessions podcast. It's kind of our housekeeping behind the scenes podcast. So if you want, if you want to know what it's like to make. <laughs> content <laughs>
0: <laughs> or just ha- friends having fun
1: it's both of those things
0: <clears throat> uh yeah but
1: we're, we're gonna go check out what that weird noise is
0: so f- f- uh, we'll see you next week
1: bye <laughs>